Hey, bro. How are you? I'm doing all right, man. How are you? So the emulation isn't active. It's future. It's in the future, or what? Yeah, I think they've pretty much announced that. Excuse me. It's possible, uh, but it's just not available to the general public right now. And like, Microsoft is working on its end to get it all ready for that announcement, but it's not finished yet. And Apple saying, look, it's possible we've enabled it. You, you know, there's a clear path to how it would be done, but it's not something that they've ever before, as far as what it sounds like from here. Yeah. Because there's show on videos where you have to go through the hypervisor and then download the ISO for Windows 10. They make it sound like it's already current. But what I you're saying, it's not. Last I heard, but that was like two weeks ago. Uh, that was the same quote that you had linked me to. So yeah. I'm, I can guarantee it's running somewhere in some lab. And if you could get the right ISO. I mean, yeah, I don't even have an M1 yet. Not yet. And... You know, I only run Windows on, like, one specific Mac that I keep safe. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I heard that Windows 10 runs better on the M1 than it does on the Surface Pro. Isn't that a funny? No doubt about it, because it's, like, eight cores. <laughs> yeah? Think about that. It's like, it's, like, a stack of four iPhones. Wow. melted together into one tiny chip. Two performance cores, two high efficiency cores packaged into a chip, and then four of those. Really? Yeah, so it's a total of eight cores, four high performance, four efficiency. So it's just like a stack of iPhones that they've put into a laptop. On, or yeah. any. As AMD. So, so you're going to want that M1, right? Yeah. <laughs> that one, I'm going to need that M1 as soon as possible. So uh, what, why do I need an M1 for to be able to do graphics, 3D... replace all of your computing needs and to run all. See, the thing is the M1 will also run all iOS applications. Oh, okay. So, as long as they allow it. But even if they say no, you can still back it up from your iPhone and then load it onto your machine, like, manually. Yeah. And you can still run it. So it just, it's like, because it's the same processor as the iPhone, it can run the iPhone applications and iPad applications. So if the developer has written it in the way Apple says to write it, yeah. it will run automatically uh, in a full screen window with the interface right there. So uh, at like as if it were running <laughs> in parallel on four iPhones. Unbelievable. 
And, and remember, this is their low-end entry level that they've come out with, the MacBook Air, which is the cheapest Apple laptop, and the MacBook Pro 13-inch with two Thunderbolt ports. That is the lowest-end MacBook Pro. So it's the low, and, and the Mac Mini, the low-level Mac Mini. So they've replaced the three slowest performing uh, machines in their lineup. Like, and they go, like, way bigger from here. Okay, so this M1 is at the lowest end, you're saying? Yeah. It's kind of prototyping launch to see what's possible? Mm-hmm. Gonna want me some of that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tell me that. <laughs> so, so we're basically all back in the Stone Ages. Your now. projects. <laughs> so we're back in the Stone Ages now, right? With all this Intel stuff we got. Yeah, it's like all the way back to the very beginning when it was a custom hardware. Oh yeah. So basically, Parallels and Boot Camp, from what I've read, they can't stay in the game unless they add another layer of emulation. Is that correct? That's what I'm hearing, too, that you just can't install those programs. It works through a different interface that is not available yet on the N1. I'm also hearing developers say all you need to do is build and run a program on an M1 machine and it just like automatically works but I, I, I'm assuming parallels it's like a little bit more low level that could get away with just doing that so you know and some, even someone like Adobe they're assuming that it is installed on a, 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 a capitalization insensitive drive so if you have upper and lower case letters in your hard drive name, Adobe Photo, you know, Adobe Creative Cloud won't install on the machine. Really? Are you serious? That's right. <laughs> well, there's workarounds. I mean, you could create a bundle and install it on there, so you could create a, a system in the system and install it at that. Oh. But it work around. So you have a, basically a whole class of software that isn't going to be able to run on the M1 because the firmware is different, the chipset's different. Well, they're all being updated now. They're just coming on one at a time. Okay. And as far as I understand, they're making progress. Most of the apps are, like, getting it done. Okay. So it's going to be a year maybe until all of them get done so basically be- download the apps now in the app store because those are going to run on your iPhone versus the new generation are going to be M1 and they're not going to run or are they going to be hybrid they're going to be hybrid really how do you accomplish that so it's a, it's called a universal binary yeah. and there's the tool called lipo <laughs> and so what that does is stitch together multiple binaries for different platforms, different chipsets into one single binary. Okay. So it gives you universal coverage. Yeah. So it is the same exact thing that they did during the 
uh, PowerPC to Intel transition. Mm -hmm. uh, and you can actually create a package with all three of those that will run and mm -hmm. that will run on iOS. And uh, it includes all of those platforms in one single binary now. It's just amazing. Except for PowerPC. No, it can get PowerPC. Really? It can do PowerPC, Intel, M1, and iOS. A series. Serious. That's awesome. Arm. So it can combine them together. LiPo is the command line tool that combines them together.
sure back in the day we had to do boot camp to run Windows on Macs. Now, what's yeah. going on with this? They eliminated that. It's not even a thing anymore. And so on the new Macs, oh, you, you sent me the link to that with the Craig Federici quote that the, yeah. the balls in Microsoft's court and all they have to do is build support. And like, it doesn't matter if they're releasing it. Everyone's doing it around them. And oh, did you see the news? Microsoft is running x84 apps on ARM. Really? Yeah, so they just announced this this week, like a, couple, a few days ago, which is really uh, under the radar way of saying we're going to support this, but they're just getting to it one bit at a time. Yeah. Um, so, so what they've done is, you know how they, Windows, you can have Windows for Intel and you can have Windows for ARM and they have Surface Pro that's an ARM and that's a different version of Windows? Yeah. And it only runs, it doesn't run every Windows program. It doesn't run DOS programs. It only runs programs out of like the Windows Store. Oh, yeah. That, that are natively compiled for ARM, okay? Oh, okay. So, like, a Microsoft Service won't run an old, old executable, like a DOS executable. It just won't do that. So, oh. it will only run certain newer Windows programs. Well, now they're, they've announced they're bringing. They, they've created a bridge to get those old systems to run on, the, the old programs to run on the new system. This just in about running Windows on a Mac. Parallel 16 announced support for M1 Macs, now available through Technical Preview Program. me it was just a sign that they're making progress on getting all this stuff to work on an M1. I mean, this will give you the ability to run Windows as a virtual machine, so you could have like specific purposes for each VM and you could have separate VMs and you could load them and unload them and etc. Yeah, I think there will be some overhead with the virtualization, but I mean, Parallels will tell you it's not a lot, but it is some. So, I don't think it's available right now directly under Mac OS. I think you need some form of uh, VM or something like that.